Hey, greetings everybody. Welcome to the Megaphone with Steve Malagani once again. We're getting somewhere. I hope we're getting somewhere. I think we're starting to figure out what's going on here, aren't we? Joe Biden destroying the country. His vice president right alongside him doing the same. All the minions in the media, they're on board. Destroy this country and destroy it quick. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about back in the blue. We're going to talk about what's going on on the border a little bit more and what that new czar is doing. You know, Kamala Harris. She's just a just a border crisis. Just She's just getting it done, man. She's just getting it done. Yeah, getting nothing done, maybe. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about everything today. I've about had it with everything. So let me tell you something. If there's one thing we really need to do, we need to talk about what we're going to do about getting the House, the Senate, and the presidency back. Voting, ladies and gentlemen, is nothing like it's been before. And we all saw what can happen if we just sit back and play nice. Well, guess what? Now is not the time to play nice. And I don't mean play mean. I don't mean break the rules. I mean we get out. We get after it. And we get it done. And we're going to talk about that right here on the Megaphone with Steve Malagani. Thanks for following. Let's get started. Let's get this thing moving. All right, everybody. Listen. Things are weird here in the United States of America, and you can thank the left, the media, that machine, those billionaires who are trying to take this country into some global disaster. I'm telling you, man, they're getting it done. They're sticking it right in our faces and right down our throats, aren't they? And they're doing a hell of a job. Now, we're gonna have to ask ourselves, folks, Can we sustain this? Can this go on much longer? Look, Biden raised his right hand in January. It's April and the country's going straight to hell. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is going right. Everything price-wise is through the roof. And everybody knows it. Nobody cares on the left, do they? No, it doesn't matter. They just accept it. And they expect us to accept it, but we don't because our reality says no. Now, we talked about the two realities last time, didn't we? Well, we're just going to stay in our reality today, folks, and talk a little bit about what's going on. Listen, our borders are Kamala Harris... Yeah, you're you're an amazing woman. You are an amazing woman. Hey, Kamala, I don't know what you know about directions, but I actually have college credits advanced to me by the United States Army in map reading. Yeah, in the civilian world. And the border we're talking about, uh, Ms. Vice President or whoever you are, is south. Okay, and south, it would be south of where you are right now. Now, Kamala, where did we go uh, last week? What did we do with our, what what are we doing putting a cabinet together? That's a little something you would do at Ikea. 
Uh, but we're not at Ikea, are we? Well, the funny thing is, is Ikea plan is actually south of where you are now, too. So it's interesting. Um, Kamala, if you move further south, you're going to find the southern border and where the crisis is. Yeah, it's where all those people are amassed together. And they're coming over by the thousands. They're unvetted. They're terrorist MS-13. Um, there's children uh, without parents everywhere. They're crammed into uh, cargo containers. And you're okay with that. No problem, right, everyone? Just do this. Lock the press out. Keep the cameras away. Keep anybody with any stroke away from that place. We don't want that on the news. Oh, bonus. We have the news in our back pocket. Well, lucky for you, Kamala, because I don't know. I got to talk to your pilot too. As a matter of fact, I'm a pilot as well, so I've I've got some, uh, got some I got some I uh, got some meat in this thing. Uh, tell your pilot that going to New Hampshire this week was probably not getting you terribly close to the southern border. Yeah, you spent a lot of time in New Hampshire and talked about putting a cabinet together. Wow. Well, um, I would like to say that's maybe the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, but Kamala, you got me. You got me again. You got Stevie on the megaphone again. And I'd never thought this was possible, but... I guess it is. In fact, I believe a South Park episode depicted this rather well. And that's quite interesting, too, because your your vice presidencies become an episode of South Park, if that tells you anything about how you're doing. Let's talk about what I'm talking about. Kamala Harris says that the border crisis, I'm going to try not to laugh while I get this out, is because of <laughs> I'm sorry it's, it's because of climate change the border crisis is being caused <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry it's caused by climate change so all of the individuals not that they were invited by Joe Biden and 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> you got to laugh with me on this one, right? Because I know who you are. I know I know you're right here with me, man. Uh, you got to laugh at this because this is awesome. Uh, that damn climate change is down on that south. It's down south now. Climate change is, is south. I never thought this was possible. But climate change is chasing people. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the best. This is when you know that your country's upside down, backwards, and inside out. I'm sorry. we're Folks, we're in trouble here. The camel hair herself said that the climate change is the primary cause for all this trouble at the southern border. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know about you, but when you're being chased by climate change... You know, and you're and you're being I, I don't know. People are trained and bust and everything else. They're moving, you know, thousands of miles with charged cell phones, and most of them are obese, which is rather interesting because I don't know what you're fleeing because you're eating and you're having a smartphone. I mean, there's a lot of poor people here in America that don't have either of those two uh, issues. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So anyway, uh, so climate change is down there uh, in the south, and I guess just 
in South America, I'm, I'm assuming, or or somewhere in this region, according to Kamala Harris. And it's it's actually literally chasing folks up the border to the north because. You know how that climate change is really, really picky about where it starts and where it begins. You know something? Uh, what was that I- ignorant movie, 2012, I think it was called, with uh, uh, Cusack was in it, I think. It was one of the worst movies ever made in history. Uh, he, I remember when he was flying his plane and he was running from, from the end of the world. I'll never forget that. Uh, it's always interesting how Hollywood and the left and the media think you can escape an extinction level event. It's always amazing how you can run a direction from it. And if I could go back to that South Park episode when they were having fun with global warming, it shows the citizens being chased down Main Street, downtown South Park, and the climate change is behind them. So they lock themselves into the community center downtown. I'm telling you, man, that's the Biden administration right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on in our country right now. And we're having to sit here and take it. We're having to sit here and listen to this garbage come out on the news, man, on the radio, you name it, it's coming out. And and climate change is chasing people up the globe, I guess. Now, for those of us in Realville and those of us on the right who have an IQ that's well above 100, uh, we all know how the earth works. We all know also, we also know that climate change is real because the climate changes every day. We also know that the earth is tilted on a 23 degree angle and why it's much hotter in the south than it is in the north. Now, if you go really south and you're in Antarctica, guess what? It's a cheery bean down there, isn't it? Yeah, it's cold as hell. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting how climate change is chasing people from the south to the north into America, but not chasing them further south to get them to Antarctica where it's just bone-ass freezing. See what I'm saying, folks? You don't get it both ways. This extinction-level event that the left claims to be climate change that'll end the world according to AOC in 12 years is very, very... It is very territorial. It uh, it, it, it goes in one area. So let's say I'm going to go... Say, Hi, I'm climate change. How you doing? I'm Mr. Climate Change. I'll be in Guatemala, most of South America. And I'm going to go ahead and push the push the individuals north. Uh, we'll send them up to, um, I don't know, southern border of uh, North America. That's a start. Make sense of that for me. Anybody? Anybody want to even try? But you know what? Why bother? Why bother? Why bother with the left? Why bother figuring them out? Kamala Harris, if you think that climate change is chasing people from the south to the north, why don't we just put them all on a cargo plane and send them to all these other socialist countries that you adore? You know, Norway. Hey, Bernie Sanders, help me out here. You know which ones they are. You love them all. Pretty chilly in these countries. And you know what? I bet they'd welcome them with open arms. Man, get them on a big old ship and just take them over there and say, hey, climate change be damned. We got a place for you. It's a socialist utopia. 
Yeah, it's Norway and Sweden and all these other Bernie Sanders countries that he's absolutely wrong about, by the way. Most of the countries that he even calls socialist, they're actually not. They're actually what we call capitalist light. They all, they've all discovered that capitalism does work and they use a form of it. It's like Italy. They're all doing that. It's all a form of capitalism. Um, they, they just sneak a little bit of dictatorship in there every once in a while just to keep people in line. But that's basically how the world works anymore. Take, for example, China. If you think China isn't capitalist, you, you are not paying attention. There's, yeah, it's communist China, yes. But their economic system is purely capitalism with a hint of totalitarianism. That's how it works, see? Yeah. They've got kind of their cake and eating it too over there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, tyrants. But that capitalism thing, hey, that thing a working. Yeah. Well, Kamala, you, you kind of got me off on a tangent here. But, you know, if you do want to just ship it, I got, I got an idea for you, hon. Um, if you're out of ideas and your planes are going the wrong direction and you're, you're, you're heading north when you should be going south, um... I get it. I mean, that, that could be a problem for anybody, couldn't it? So maybe um, um, you, you might want to just like, is there a phone or something? Can you talk to the captain? Can you tell like maybe your, your personal stewardess, uh, stewardess, excuse me, could you tell the captain that he's going the wrong direction? Yeah, he, we, we need to go south. Yeah, we need to go to the southern border, not to the northern border. Yeah, could you just let him know? Let him know that? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's how hard it would be, Kamala. And then you can get your rear end down there and maybe have a look for yourself at the climate change people. Hey, you know something, climate change? I got to ask you a question. Uh, uh, this is going out to, um, and, and, and patriots, just bear with me here because I need to talk to climate change for a moment, if you don't mind. Hey, climate change, I would like to ask you a personal question since you're real. Uh, the left says you're real, so you're real. So you must be able to hear because you even know how to chase people in certain directions uh, on the globe, which I, I applaud. Uh, just quick question. Where did you get those Joe Biden t-shirts? I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, climate change. When you were chasing those people uh, up those roads and charging their cell phones for them, um, wh where did you get the t-shirts? When... When did you print those climate change? And when, what did you, where'd you get the cotton? I'm just, I, I have so many questions for climate change because it's such a, it's such a rascally little devil. It does so many neato things to the left, and and you know, uh, what 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 climate change? I'm sorry, I, I wait. I'm hearing something from climate. Climate change is talking in my ear right now. I can hear them in my in my headphones. Climate, get a get a wheelbarrow get a wheelbarrow and fill it up with money cash oh okay get a wheelbarrow and uh, tens of thousands Mil millions okay a wheelbarrow full of money okay i got it i got it uh, uh, dump it off dump it off anywhere near a, a leftist climate change nut job okay all right and, and do what and they'll and they'll tell me where the t-shirts go okay, they'll tell me where the t-shirts come from well uh, thank you, climate change. And you know, every once in a while, when you ask for something, you get it. And climate change just told me what to do. If I want to know where those Joe Biden t-shirts come from, just I just need to take a wheelbarrow full of money 
and dump it off to some leftist nut job who believes in climate change, and then they'll tell me where they came from. Climate change is smarter than I thought. Well, climate change, thank you. Uh, thank you, audience, for, for paying attention and listening to what's going on with, with the people in the southern border. Now that we have it figured out, thank you, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, for explaining to us that uh, it's climate change chasing them from the south. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, I can barely take it. Donald... Jay Trump, man. I need you, brother. There, there, there are times, Donald, when I need you, man. I, I, this is one of them. I, take, take this from my eyes. Take this from my ears, Donald, because uh, I can't take much more of it. And you know, if you thought it was getting bad and you're listening to me now and you're just wondering what the hell, here's a, here's a nice news story for you. AOC, the genius on the left. She just claimed yesterday that Biden has exceeded her progressive expectations in the first 100 days. A-O-C. The smartest woman in Congress. Biden exceeding progressive expectations in the first 100 days. Wow, Joe. Hey, Joe. Moderate Joe. Hey, just Joe. Hey, come on, man. Joe, you know, middle of the road Joe. They'll vote for him because he's a moderate. He'll never allow any of these ridiculous sanctions or ridiculous executive orders to to have anything to do with any form of progressive agenda. But wait, not according to AOC. AOC says different. AOC says Biden exceeded progressive expectations in the first 100 days. Ladies and gentlemen, that should terrify you. Us on the right in the real world should be terrified. You know why? Because Biden's a hack. Biden is a puppet. Biden is a globalist wet dream. He's up there doing exactly what he said he wouldn't do. And he's doing exactly what they're telling him to do. Yeah, your stolen election got you this, folks. Your stolen election got you this. Makes me sick to my stomach. All right. Listen, I need to talk a little bit about the, the boys and girls in blue. I've just about had it with the left hating on the blue and constantly just just trying to tear them down and talking about defunding everything they do and retraining them. Every, every chance they get, they suddenly need retraining. They don't need any retraining. We need better citizens. Listen, George Floyd, yeah, okay, look, man, you drug addict dude. I'm, I'm sorry, man, you were a thug. You threatened a pregnant woman to kill her. You were a thug. Most of these, the, the left's heroes are nothing but thugs. Let's face it, they're career criminals. They're going to spend the, le- the rest of their lives being criminals, and they're probably going to kill someone, at least one or two people in, their, in their, their illustrious career. Yeah, career criminals. Heroes of the left. Heroes of Joe Biden. Heroes 
of the media. Well, they're not my hero. My hero are the men and women, yeah, the two genders in blue, who protect us every day, who have to deal with the dregs of society every day, who have to deal with people spitting on them and yelling at them and sticking their middle fingers in their face every day, people that break the law every day. It doesn't matter where they go, someone's busting the law and they're having to fix it. Every single day. That's what the police get to deal with every day of their lives. I don't know how they do it and I applaud them for it. Here at the Megaphone, we love the men and women in blue and we applaud you. Now listen, I've been a bit of a bad boy myself. I'm not perfect. In fact, one of the things I said I was going to do on this podcast was pay a little bit more attention to the man upstairs. I think I've let him down. This is my ninth podcast, and I think I've said a prayer or two and mentioned him maybe five times. Father, forgive me for that. I meant to bring you in here, and I meant to keep you in here just like you keep me with you every day. So here's what I want to do for the two genders in blue. Father, I want to say a prayer for them. Father in heaven, back our blue with everything you have, Lord. Father, keep our men and women in blue safe every day. Father, watch over them. Keep them tightly. Watch over them and and rid them of the minions that would chase after them for the things they're trying to do right. Father, there are no perfect human beings on the planet. All of us are flawed. All of us are flawed and we all have our own problems. They're human beings, Father. Please look out for them. Take them under your wing. Grant them angels to ride with them at night and during the day as they're dealing with a society that isn't exactly God-fearing. Father, watch over them. Watch over them every day and watch over their families too. I ask these things in your great name. Amen. All right. Now, talking about our men and women in blue, we just about beat to death the whole George Floyd debacle, didn't we? That mess is over. Okay, justice was done, whatever. But the left isn't finished. Every chance they get, they're coming after the men and women in blue. Every chance they get. This recent crap in Ohio is another example. A woman, child, whatever, she's a teenager, I guess, got a knife in her hand. Gonna kill somebody with it, and the police are called. Now, what is the police officer supposed to do when they get there? And there's a crazy person. And believe me when I tell you, if you've taken a knife from somewhere and you've decided to unsheathe it and direct it at another human being, you're a couple of things. You're a potential murderer and you're insane. Because sane people and people that don't murder people don't threaten people with a knife. So when you're doing that and the cops come riding up, how much time do you think that officer has to go over your psyche? 
maybe your personal background and all the hardships you've endured over the years. Not very much because you're about to kill somebody. And you've heard all the idiots out there saying, Joy Behar, that blowhard piece of shit. Shoot him in the leg. Shoot a round up in the air. Yeah, while they plunge the knife into the other individual and take their life from them. And then the bullet's going to fall to the ground. Or could hit somebody as well. Remember, what goes up must come down. Joy Behart, you're an idiot. So we're not going to spend one more second even mentioning your dumbass name. You shoot that individual before they kill the other young lady. And that's what would have happened. Listen, I'm United States Army. I know what I'm talking about. I know what it's like. A knife fight, there's nothing good about a knife fight. It's worse than a rifle fight. Why do you ask? You can get inside a rifle. Yeah, you get inside the end of that rifle barrel and you've taken the bullet away because it's going to exit beyond your body. You've gotten what we call inside the individual. A knife is different. It has no limitations. It goes where it's swung or thrust. It is a dangerous, dangerous situation. Police officers don't have time to go through all of the particulars of what that knife might do in the next one second. That's how long it takes to thrust a knife into somebody and kill them. One second. In this case, the officer pulled their service revolver or their service weapon and they took out the knife-wielding idiot. And rightfully so. Officer so-and-so saved the life of the individual being threatened. Officer so-and-so, I'm not naming people on here, saved that life and also took out someone that was going to, if not kill someone now, eventually kill someone later. This person was not of sound mind. The officer did the right thing. God bless that police officer. So what does the left do now? What does the media do now? I'll tell you what they do. They come after the police department once again. They start saying, I guess there was a knife there. It appears there was a knife there, right, Wolf Blitzer? Isn't that what you said? I, they believe there was a knife there. Yeah, yeah, there was, Wolf. Use your head, stupid. Yeah. There was. And now, what are we going to do? Demonize the police even more. A child was killed. No, a killer was killed. An attempted murderer was killed. Call it what it is. See, in our reality, it's common sense, isn't it? We know that someone with a knife threatening to kill someone with it and right up against that individual is about to do it. So we do what we know to do. We call the police. The police come and they stop it. God bless them. They do their job. What a job they have. Right? We go to work. We do whatever. These guys go to work and look what they're dealing with. People with knives trying to kill other people. That's what they deal with. Can you imagine every single day of your life dealing with this? 
They are a special, special, amazing breed of human being. They truly are. God bless every, every one of them. They're amazing. We love you here. I'll tell you. The megaphone, Sir Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald applauds you too. He loves you and you know he does. He really does. He really does. I don't know how you do it, gang, but I'll tell you, man. We're on your side. You, believe me. Uh, men and women in blue, I know how you feel right now. You must feel like you're on your own planet somewhere wondering what has happened. And it's happened overnight. You went from having a man that, that had your back and would have, and still will have your back for the rest of his life to a man that thinks you're systemically just racist, right? Or a systemic raisin. I can't remember what he said. It's Biden, so you don't know what he's talking about because he doesn't. But he doesn't like his own countrymen. He says that all, all of us, all everybody, we're systemic racists. Wow. <laughs> There's a country-hating fool right there. That's your leader. No, no, not my leader. No, ever, never, ever will I conclude that, ever. But I tell you, folks, we've got to stop the left and the media from what they're doing. I don't know what they're after. They're trying to, I guess, completely defund the police. Did you hear that? Maybe if there was a counselor there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why don't you get the counselor to go counsel climate change to stop pushing people north, left? I mean, this is your, your guys' world is so batshit crazy. I think this would be a good idea for you. This would be a good start for you. Go get your counselors that you would send to a knife fight and have them talk to the climate change before we dump a few more wheelbarrows full of money at it and talk to them and just say, climate changes, I'm a counselor. I'm here to talk you from moving people all the way up north and buying them t-shirts. That's a good start for you left in your unicorn wacky cupcake world you live in. You people are crazy. You're sick. You really are sick human beings. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't know anymore what to think about anything on the left but it is important to talk about what we're going to need to do next because as americans we're starting to face a crossroad here i mean it didn't take very long did it i mean we're in april of 2021 and one man just one man takes office and the dominion machines take the house and senate along with the presidency and the country is in ruin. I mean, it truly is in ruin. It's in, it's in, it's in leftist hell is what it is. And we're going to have to do something because we can't just have our country stolen from us. That's just not going to work. So this is where I was going as far as what we need to do. We need to change it up a little bit. I'm not saying we need to be dirty and rotten like they are because they are. They're filthy, rotten, and they're and they're sick. And we're not sick, so we're not gonna we're not gonna go to that bizarre level of theirs but let me tell you some folks we need to come together on what we're going to do for 2022 just for starters now what this is going to be it's going to be the stepping stone for the 2024 election the re-election of donald j trump yeah that re-election of donald j trump but 2022 is upon us. It will be here quicker than you think. These months are blowing by, it seems. 
and we need to be prepared because I promise you the gargoyles and the minions on their side are already gearing up to cheat the election. You know it. You know it just from this Dominion crap. Folks, we can't sit still any longer. Now listen, I know what you're saying. I don't sit still. I vote. I Everybody I know voted. I, I, I vote. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Of course you vote. Of course you are. You're a patriot. You're voting. I know it. Folks, we got to start stepping up to that next level. Look, I'm in Oklahoma. Every county in Oklahoma votes red. This, this is a very red state. I say that. Now I say that. And I look around. I, 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 I work for the government. And I'm all over the city all the time. Let me tell you something, folks. I saw more Biden-Harris yard signs than I've ever seen in my life here. So if you don't think things can change where you are, believe me, I'm watching it and I'm I'm scared for it. I don't mean scared like I'm huddled up. I'm just, I, I think I'm more bothered by it. I'm more confused by it maybe because I don't understand these people. I really don't because the reality is just so batshit nuts. But it's happening. Remember, we've got people moving out of California and New York in droves. They are moving away from these suckhole states because of what the left has done to them in droves. Now, where are they going? What are their politics? What's going to happen to us when they get to where they're going? This is what I mean. Texas, you're the biggest target so far. They know if they get Texas, they're good to go. And they're trying. You can look, look, just go down to San Antonio. It's bluer than blue down there. We got to be careful, but we got to stop being complacent. Just voting is something for the past. And I don't care where you live. Now, some of you, you're in, you're in dark places, man. You're in some of these states where I feel for you. I really do. Well, hey, I'm from Northern California. I know. I'm from the Bay Area. I was born and raised there. Believe me, I know what it's like to live in the liberal cesspool believe me and as a conservative it's <laughs> it's painful it's painful so i feel you so listen up what can we do okay you asked steve what do we do we need to do more uh we need to rally more um we need to encourage uh strength in numbers we need to start contacting people more and, and just for voting reasons, our friends and family, we need to ha- be having more conversations with people and trying to get them to understand what the left is doing to the country and what we could have with the right person. I think everybody got a good glimpse of how great this country could be by just having one man in office. And you know who I'm talking about. And I think they saw it and went, hey, now, now, wait a minute. That was a pretty damn awesome economy. And then COVID came. Hey, man, that was, uh, those were some pretty kick-ass trade deals he made. That was actually pretty cool. And for the American people. What? Yeah, for the American people. Yeah, he wasn't taking any crap from anybody, was he? Yeah, everything was strong. He's getting us out of wars. The man had it going on. And people saw it. I don't care what anybody says. I know a lot of Democrats that are not Democrats anymore. They're staunch Republicans because of this one man. Because of this one man. So we can 
talked the talk because he walked the walk. So let's get out. Let's educate. Let's inform. Let's really start to work with everybody we know and get them on board. We need to amass more. I don't mean violently protest and break stuff. That's not our style. We wouldn't do it anyway. I mean, if something's going on and there's a rally and it's for somebody local and they're on our side and believe in our beliefs, we need to come out for them. We need to go to where they go. If they come to your town, you go, you get out and you go. We need to start showing that support. We need to get out and talk, get out and be heard and seen. We need to start calling. We need to start getting on board with calling our congressmen and women calling the Supreme Court. You call everybody you don't agree with. If there's something coming down the pipe and you don't agree with it, we must be boisterous. When they don't hear us, they don't care. The left doesn't care anyway, but let me tell you something. Anybody out there, and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, and you're up for re-election, and people are starting to harp your name, and it's negative? Yeah. Listen to me for a second rhino republicans i got something for you mitch mcconnell mitt romney lisa murkowski cassidy toomey liz cheney you pos traitor ben sassy you rhinos know who you are listen to me and listen carefully you're the names I want to start with. So folks, this is what I mean. We got to get out there and get these rhinos out. You saw what they did to the dawn. We're not going to allow this anymore. This is where we have to come together. But we have to come together strong. It's one thing to hear these words and go, yeah, good idea. It's another thing to go get on your phone and call your congressman or your senator or or your governor or whomever. I don't care who it is. And voice your opinion. I don't care what it's about. It could be a federal program. It doesn't matter. Still call them and let them know how you feel about it because believe me, they got to vote for it. Okay? Not just state and city stuff, man, and local county stuff, man. We got to get we got to go to the top here, folks. They've got to hear our voice and they've got to hear it loud. All of us, all of us. It won't take, well, I say that, it will take a lot of us. And there are a lot of us to get this done. So let's do it. Let's start with the phone. Let's start with emails to these people. Let's start letting everybody know how we feel about what's going on. They need to know. Signing petitions. Whatever it takes, we need to come together to do it. Now, I'm going to go back in time. When Trump announced his very first rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was ecstatic. I booked a room downtown. We stayed, got up early, stood in line, went through the check-through, Got inside, waited five hours, I want to say five hours, for it to start. The speakers that went on and on and on for hours were awesome. But you know what? You remember this. The BOK Center in downtown Tulsa was not packed out. 
And I was looking around, sitting in my seat with my wife, thinking, what has happened here? Did we, we're talking about a state now. This is why he started in, 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 in Oklahoma, a state that's 100% county red. And he said, we go there, we pack the joint out. He comes here and doesn't pack the joint out. How come? Why? Where, where, where were you? Where, where was everybody? I don't get it. Uh, listen, I've got a ton of uh, conservative friends here. A ton. A, 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 a ton. I concluded that maybe they were lukewarm conservative after that when I realized that none of them were at the rally. And I was sorely disappointed. And I felt bad for Don. I felt bad for the country. And I really felt bad for the state and the city. Now, I know there was some shenanigans the night before. I know that the city tried to put the kibosh on the dawn, and I understand why, believe me. I get it. I know what happened there. That was some bullshit. But you know what? That's an excuse, because did it stop me? No. No. I know some people that were there. You know who you are. You saw me. We, I saw you. Didn't stop us, did it? It stopped those who just said, well, I'll get there right when the doors open at five and blah, blah, blah. Well, they wouldn't let anybody in that late. Oh, I'll just, uh, I'll catch the next one. There will never be a next one ever, ever. I, I would doubt he'll ever come here again. I don't even know why he would. This is what I mean about complacency, folks. If we sit back and just think, well, he'll do it. He'll go. I, I, can, I don't need to go. He'll go. Then we fail. If we come together and start to get together on these things and know that everybody knows and goes, we've done it. And that's how we're going to get everything we need to get back. We got to call everybody, email everybody in Congress, the federal, state level. I don't care what level you do it at. Just do it. Get your voice out there, man. Sign petitions. If, uh, if, uh, if, if the congresswoman or senator or whomever, uh, man or woman comes to, to your area and they're holding a rally, go. Go and support. Just, just for the numbers of it, man. Take some time out away from your busy schedule and try and help the country. We need you out there. We need you everywhere. And it, it, it's time we started really showing who we are. Believe me. We're, we showed that we're 80 plus million people already. We, we proved that in the voting. We and, and yeah, we prove it at the Trump rallies and stuff, sure. But we're not proving it in our own backyard. That, I think, is where we fail. I see it fail even with just city councilman votes and women. The, the, the city council comes up and they're never, eh, I'm not worried about that. And then next thing you know, you get all these liberal policies in, in place and just in your neighborhood. And it's frustrating because it shouldn't be that way. This is what I mean. It, it, and it starts, it really does start at a level th that low on the totem pole, if you will. Get out, help out. If someone you know is campaigning, help them out, volunteer. If there's a uh, Republican office that's near you, you can get a hold of, man, go volunteer. What can I do say? Hey man, get together with a friend, get together with your husband or wife. Get together with your kids. 
go out and do some stuff like that together and watch how, you know, uh, you guys will, will, you'll learn stuff about each other. You'll learn stuff about the country. It's really a wise thing to do. So that's what I'm asking my megaphone patriotic, amazing fans. I don't want to call you fans because I don't want you a fan of me. I want you a fan of America. I want you a fan of Donald J. Trump. Because I know that when we get him back in office and, I, and I'm praying to the Lord in heaven in 2024, it's going to be a new amazing. You know, he said, make America great again. Then you had a idiot come along and say, "Build back better." Well, he didn't. He, a he didn't know what he was talking about because I don't know what he's building back to begin with. We need to keep America great, and there's only one man that can do it, and there's only one way he can do it. You saw what just just losing the house did to Donald Trump. Two miserable, idiotic impeachment trials. Waste of time. They bucked him on everything he did. Nancy Pelosi and her smug, idiotic tearing up the the, the speech. I mean, the list goes on and on. Folks, we can't do this anymore. I don't know what's wrong with the people on the left. I don't really know. I don't know if their reality can coincide with ours. I just don't know if we can coexist on American soil. I don't know how we do. We are not the same people. We're not the same culture. We're not the same. We don't have the same moral belief system. I don't know what to do with the left anymore. But I do know what to do with the right. And I'm hoping that you'll climb on board with me and help me make the right more right. I'm hoping you'll stay with me and work with me and, and, and work with your community. I don't care where you are to make this country great again. I've given you some things to do. I know I'm going to do them. Listen, if, if, uh, if I know anything about me, uh, I'm my biggest critic. Trust me, folks. If I give you marching orders and these aren't marching orders, these are, uh, these are requests from the heart of a patriot. But I'm going to call them marching orders for myself. Like I said, I'm harder on me than I am on anybody. So I'm going to accept these marching orders and I'm going to do it. I'm going to start calling. I'm going to start getting my voice out there. And I'm going to start to look around at what type of Republican platforms we have around here. And I'm going to start to get them right. I'm going to start getting my social media filled with these rhino names. And making sure everybody sees them, the faces sees the names, and knows who they are. Alaska, you know what to do. Come on. There's a bunch of states out there. Maine, you know what to do. Utah, you know what to do. Come on. It won't take much, you guys. It won't take much. We're close. We're very close. They're destroying this country. You see what they're trying to do with packing the courts. They're taking everything they can get their hands on. It's almost like they're looting the federal government for power. Right? But you know what? Looting's okay if you're a lefty. In their world, looting is not a problem. Heck, you don't even have to wear a mask because Corona doesn't mess with looters, does it? Nope. COVID-19 is... 
it just doesn't like looters. And I would imagine that climate change wouldn't have a problem with looters either. So it would probably not chase them around the store so much. Make you drop that flat screen. Wouldn't want that. All right. So here we are. Folks, we're in a pickle here. But we're still patriots. We got a lot of work to do. And I don't think it's going to be a problem getting it done. But what we're going to have to do is get it done together. And we're going to have to come together in numbers to get this done. We can do it. It's just going to take a, it's going to take a little bit more work. It's going to take a little bit more effort on your side. Yeah, you're a hardworking patriot. I know. I get it. I already know that. I'm asking you to do a little bit more. But you know what? That's what our founding fathers would have done. Said, hey, you've, you've given your all. Can you give a little more? And, and, and the patriot would look back at you and hold his musket up and say, yeah, I can. I'm an American. That's how Americans rock. Wouldn't you agree? All right, everybody, listen up. You are with me. I'm Steve Malagani, and this is The Magaphone. Thanks for sitting with me today, folks. Okay, we got a lot to do. We got a lot of things we need to accomplish by 2022. Once again, we're setting the table for 2024. Are we not? You bet we are. Folks, you're on the right side. You're on the megaphone with Steve Malagani. Hang with me. Do what you need to do. Continue to be great patriots. Back the blue. Thank every police officer you see for their service. Love a veteran. I don't care who they are. Take care of one another. And I'll see you on pod 10. We got a whole lot more to talk about because we're only 100 days into this disaster that is Joe Biden. Hang with me. Stay strong. Watch your six.